I'll give it that. It's definitely its own thing. But like... I don't know. No. It's already like, I don't know. I don't know. Where do you even start with this? Do you look at the big picture? <laughs> or do you... You know. Because that's what... You remember when David Lynch said that? Yeah. Look at the donut and not the hole. He said that at the very beginning. But looking at the big picture... Yeah. I'm still not sure... It's a picture of anything you can actually tell what it is. It's... <laughs> oh. There's a lot of air to cut out of this podcast already. There really is. Um. Well, like... Do you like the Breaking Bad theory? That I stipulated. That's it. Yeah. That episode 17 was actually the last episode yeah. of Salts. And it's just an hour epilogue. At times, this really did feel like a book by bloody uh, Kurt Vonnegut. Because he has a terrible, a terrible time of uh, tendency of writing like a prologue. And you know how a lot yeah. of people skip the prologue? Mm-hmm. It's really important in Kurt Vonnegut book. And the epilogue, really important in Kurt Vonnegut book. Yeah, people just read the chapters. Yeah. It felt, it felt kind of like that. Like It was like, and here's episode 18, an epilogue about two people who apparently really care for each other yeah. and then go to another plane of existence where they are two different people, much like what happened in Lost Highway yeah, and Mulholland Drive. <laughs> I think because Lost Highway was fresher in my mind, uh-huh. I was getting a lot of that vibe from it. Yeah. Especially the what can, not can change in other people sort mm-hmm. of thing, but. Because, you know, Naomi Watts, obviously, at one point towards the end of Mulholland Drive, uh, stops being Diane yeah. and becomes Betty. Characters who have both existed in Twin Peaks as well, name wise. Yeah. Um. Oh, right. Uh, and so they became two different people, which explained Richard and Linda, but only vaguely. And the only reason I think we accept it is it's like, well, that happened in <laughs> Mulholland Drive. So that's the thing. You see, I think part of the problem is I, I didn't know what to expect from these last two episodes. Uh huh. And then, but even though I still had the expectations. Mm. And when it comes to Lynch, he knows what you expect, so he just doesn't do it out of sheer spite, possibly, but mm. not a spite out of. No, but he knew spite, what your expectations were. Yeah, and he went so he gave it. you a tiny bit. Yeah, he, put, he gave you Norma and Ed. Yeah. That was about it. And then he's like, "Now I'm going to do my thing. Yeah. I did one for you. Here's one yeah. for me. Here's one for you. I don't know what the second here's one for you is." Diane well, and Coop, maybe? Well, the, um, the Dougie. 
Dougie going home, yeah, yeah. and then being happy, I suppose. So at least Sonny Jim's okay. Yeah. And it, well, he said, he said uh, uh, home, and yeah. he did sort of say it like Dougie, but no one had to say it first. Mm. So he's definitely more with it. Actually, in the red room, he's like, where am I? You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's more with yeah, it. Yeah, he's, yeah. Than before. Back to normal. But better normal not going to rooms with Yeah, I assume the normal he was when he had the green jacket and the horrible big hair, but probably not going to be sleep with Jade anymore. No. Yeah. I like to think that now he's been made out of Dale Cooper's hair and not out of uh, yeah, uh, there's Doppelcoop's hair that he's a better person yeah there's like residual coop yeah yeah that's fair because he's not going to, well I'm going to send him back to Janie and everything for him to be a cunt again because that's, <laughs> that's that's not that's not what that's not what coop would do no it's true so yeah it's the, it's the camping idea isn't it mm. you know you leave the campsite better than you found it yeah you should do that with relationships too fair enough. um <laughs> So. Yeah, I know, but mostly it's, mostly I suffer from that ending though, and not even that ending though. Mostly I say that ending for the last thirty minutes of that. Yeah. Twenty minutes of it, because like he meets Carrie Page, played by Cheryl Lee. Yeah. Who has a corpse just chilling in her house. With a lovely bullet hole in its head. Yeah. She's a good shot. Yeah. It was a very small apartment, so is she a good shot? I mean, it's point blank range, basically. Uh, she also didn't seem to have a gun, so she's a very good shot. She, she also didn't seem bullets. to care. Yeah. Well, it seemed, it'd been there for a while as Yeah, well. but she didn't even look at it. Or reference it or anything. But he never brings anything up either. It was very odd for how... That was one of the things that got me with this last bit. And I know, again, a lot of if there's always these long silences that can... Yeah. But Coop went from being... Well, okay, it was not control here. But he went from control and good yeah. talking all the time to being a bit more like how bad Coop was and just no talking. Well, yeah, he was also possibly a bit of a dick. Yeah. Like... Well, yeah, because... I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not cool to manhandle a lady. No. But he did beat fuck out of one, shoot another one in the feet. <laughs> no. But wasn't that mirroring something Bad Coop did earlier Oh, yeah, on back in, the... in episode one yeah. with the guy with the shotgun where he just twats him right yeah. in the face. So it's kinda, it was kind of mirroring that. But then, is he Dale Cooper? He never says his name. I don't feel. No. So, like... Or, how's this? He is Dale Cooper, but he's in Richard's body. Yeah. Just like he was in Dougie's body. Except he's more with it. Yeah. But the more he's in that body, the more he acts like that person? I don't know. Mm. But, yeah, he doesn't feel like... Coop. Our Coop. And the thing is, because of the way they do the credits, <clears throat> it always said, Star and Karl McLaughlin. It never said who he was playing. No. Ever. True. And so at the minute, what we know is he plays Dale Cooper, yeah. Dougie Jones, yeah. Mr. C, and Richard. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, before they go through the whole, you know, going to drive the 430 yeah. miles thing, 
he is sort of preparing Dan for how can things can go differently and can they don't know what's coming out the other side of whatever it is their way to do. Mm-hmm. And then when they come out the other side, they're sort of very silent. She sees the other one of her outside the motel thing. Oh yeah, that's true. She does see another one of her. Yeah, and then they go into the motel. But fuck, and then she leaves. So. <laughs> I, I prefer made love. Made passionate, passionate love. <laughs> Where they die in titties, though. Co- uh, I, I, see, I missed the titties, but then I was watching I, on my iPad. So was, I've never seen I've never seen more of an obvious yeah. body double shot in my life. But, you know, that's not to say anything against no. uh, Laura Dern. Yeah. What I mean is, is that it, it's just so weird. Yeah. It might as well cut to a sponge. Covering his face thing, and then she, saying she didn't see him in... Yeah, he's not him, he's but someone then, else. But then she's not her, because she's now Linda. Yep. And so she's seeing... She's fucking him. Linda. Live, and, and Linda is seeing Dale and not Richard. But yeah, so she's <laughs> like, right, I'm out here. And I don't like nice people. Well, I was I thinking like about, dicks. Part of me was going... Because of how old-fashioned their car seemed to be before they went through the thing. And like a truck. No, but it was, I don't know, but even then it just seemed... I, fe- I felt like... Fashion. A, I felt like it was a truck, and then by the, when it comes yeah. out, it's like a Men in Black fucking yeah. but then, Lincoln thing. But then it was weird. We went into the hotel room, and I was looking at it, and I was like, wow, it's like a rotary phone and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, so part of me was going, when the fuck are they? Well, if it's a rotary phone, how's this for a ro- Are they now in the same place that Audrey is? Because there was no tech in that either. True. So, here's an even better way. Are they in the same place that J.R. Starr is? Because that's something that someone pointed out. J.R. Starr, the guy who introduces music in the Roadhouse, doesn't always do it. No. Only occasionally. Oh, no, but he did it when James was there. Before they got... Well, when they first get to Motel, though, here's something Mm -hmm. to me, is that they're in the old truck thing, Mm -hmm. and it's a one-story motel. Yep, motel, hotel. Then they come out... Then he comes out... It's yep. a car's in a different place. It's that black car, and it's a two-story... Oh, in the morning, yeah. Yeah. In the morning after he has jizzed inside her. So, see, because that's obviously... It's like a different location and everything as well. Yeah. Now, I never noticed the phone in that one, because I don't... Well, because I think even the hotel room was different, because it wasn't laid out the same, because I didn't see the phone in the bedside cabinet. Where I didn't know it was. Yes. So the phone was gone. So it wasn't a rotary phone. So... Oh, right. So they go through the thing. Yeah. And they go to a different place. But when they wake up, they're in another place again. Completely different. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because it goes from the one story kind of roadside hotel thing you still think. Yes. To have. There's another room above theirs. Mm -hmm. The one that he comes out of. And I see in the cars, part of a different place, it's a different car. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like I said, the very end, when. Um. I should have... I'll say spoilers in the text. It's obvious this is all spoilers. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the, end. Right? the very end, when they go to 708, whatever that road is, yeah. to visit Sarah Palmer, and then the woman at the door is... Uh, is it Shea Tremonda or Chalfont? Or whatever. Chalfont. They're all the same. Yeah. As in, you know, the old woman tends to be both. 
Sorry, my brain just went, oh yeah, they gave up on the jumping man thing with Sarah Palmer as well, sort of thing. Mm. But, um, <laughs> but, um, when they had that conversation, they've never actually tried to go back through that portal. Mm. Yeah, I mean, never tried. So I don't understand why he thought that would be fine. Also, massive mistake. He drove 430 miles in the wrong direction, basically. Yeah. Why? Why do the lights go off and she screams? No, before they're driving <laughs> there, and he seems to be acting very nervous, looking the car at the car behind him, mm-hmm. and stuff. And then she's like, "Are we being followed?" And then he just lets it pass it, and they're not being followed. Mm. Uh, that was just strange. And the boy, why would they think they're? Uh, I don't know. She did shoot a man in the head. Yeah. He's probably no. He is an FBI agent because he's still got the gear on him. Yeah. Though I did have, I did want him to look at his badge to see what his name was. Oh, or we have visitors. Ooh, uh. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it was like a bad thing as well. Normally you see the FBI things, they flip them open, that kind of... He just took a badge off like he was yeah. a cop. Yeah. I don't know. Should we continue this in a bit? Yeah, we'll, we'll pause for visitors. Pause for edit. Basti Mango. Fasty mango. It's a, it's, a, it's a healthy diet, fasty yeah. mango. Yeah. Gives you a um, <clears throat> A general consensus on Twitter seems to be of like magma hot hatred. <laughs> mm. Maybe maybe not uh, many. Maybe I'm in a. I was maybe, reasonably uh, fine with how things were. Yeah. Man, look at that. That's so confusing. Yeah. There's so much to unpack. In the world of Twin Peaks. Well, is it, now, you know, could, um, could he now be in the same place where Audrey is or whatever? With all the rotary phones and stuff. After it was finished and I was on Twitter going, oh, well, you know, that's mm. how I felt. It was about 20 minutes later when I suddenly realised that in those two episodes, Audrey was not mentioned at all. Yeah. And it was only afterwards I realised, I just went, oh, wait a minute, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. No, no, not mentioned at all. Because how late in the season she finally appeared, mm-hmm. keeping us all waiting. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, but remember they weren't keeping yeah. us waiting in the real world. She was sort of yeah. arguing whether she was going to do it or not. Uh, well, but we're not talking real world. Well, no, we are, and yeah. that's why it's the way it yeah. is. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Basically, the show was, we don't need you, and they didn't, and then she turned up, and... It is completely self-contained. Yeah. It is. It's really. If you put that on, right, uh, YouTube as. I don't know how many parts did she appear in? Three, four. Yeah. And it's four, five-minute, ten-minute movies. Yeah. Release them a day apart, so you can show that they're separate. Yeah. Then you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, and just say. You know, much like the Jared Leto 
prequel to Blade Runner 2049 that was released on the internet a couple of days ago. Mm. You go, yes, yeah, one them. And I never have her in it. Yeah. Like Robert Sheenan when he did that weird Las Vegas mini episode of Misfits because he couldn't be fucked returning. So he could not have a career in Nicolas Cage films. Mm. I'm sure he's got a career. I just have never seen him in anything since. <laughs> white my leg is it's almost like a reflective strip even though I consider we have started talking about Twin Peaks every time there's a pause I have no idea where to start from again well that's because we don't do recaps because like, no. that makes sense there's no yeah. point recapping the thing No. not in this case one thing I think is important to note, though, was that you know how parts one and two were together and treated like one episode? Yeah. This was very much treated as two separate episodes yeah. that happened to be on the same night. Yeah. And I think that's super important. Because, like I said, when 17 ended, yeah. that could totally have been a well, viable well, ending. You'd also had um, the musical end sort of bit. Mm-hmm. Um, no musical part of track... Of um, part 18 no, no that's what I'm saying yeah. 17 had Julie Cruz yeah. singing at the end which is pretty much the what you wanted at the end of Twin Peaks and yeah. that's pretty much what it was yeah. that was the end of Twin Peaks and 18 starts and it's like we're going to start something new now yeah. for an episode and it's so new that the only people in it are a man called Richard yeah. who is Probably Dale Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> or at least he thinks he is, but he might be mental. Yeah. And Carrie Page, a woman who isn't Laura Palmer, but then might be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the weird thing is, how it ended, Yeah. I didn't know it was going to end that way. But I knew they'd filled something like that because that was one of the first things anyone mentioned. As they saw Cheryl Lee Mm -hmm. outside the house and all the lights went out. (sighs) Oh, I don't think she screamed for real. Probably because it's a street and they're like, can you please not scream like that at (laughs) 2 o'clock in the morning? Just open your mouth like you're going to. You can do your magic later. Mm. Are you hearing random noises? Yeah. This is where... Twin Peaks invades your world. Uh. Fuck. <laughs> there's been a lot of silence. There's a that. lot of point. Uh, what a sign. No, but like, there's a lot. There's a lot of retrospect to come over the coming weeks and months and years, and as you watch it more and more. Mm. I'm still trying to weigh up whether I'm annoyed by all the new people. Right? Because, like... Yeah, it did it matter? really come to anything. Yeah. You yeah. know, I love Jane Levy. She ended up being in the show for maybe 15 seconds. Mm. You know? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, she was in. Uh, she was in the earliest show. Longer than she was in. Twin Peaks, and the earliest show was a sketch where she was probably in it for a minute and a half. But no, when you go back over the new characters, none of the new characters... Is it harsh to say none of the new characters got resolved? Because no. No, because Stephen didn't... Um, Becky didn't. Becky didn't. Uh, Beverly, Ben's assistant, played by Ashley Judd. Yeah. Her husband. What's the crack with him? They set up an entire thing. Yeah. None. Is there like another missing pieces? Is there another like four hours to this? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need that Blu-ray. <laughs> well, I had to have the Blu-ray anyway yeah. for completion's sake. I almost put a pre-order in for the Criterion until I realised I already owned everything that's on it. Mm. And you know, if they can, it wouldn't play in the UK. I still wanted it All anyway. Right. Mm. But in America, everyone was going nuts for a little bit that they couldn't watch Fire Walk with me. It wasn't streaming anywhere. Right. And that's because Criterion have bought the rights to release it as part of their collection. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they've got the rights now, so no one else does. So you can... mm. Which means it's probably streaming. It used to be streaming on Hulu. Because Hulu had all of Criterion's films as part of their collection at one yeah. point. Oh, I never brought my external... I'm sorry. I was going to bring my external hard drive and while we were tired I was going to make you watch Eraserhead finally. Oh. oh. Next time. Indeed. We've still got plenty of David Lynch to go really just to annoy you. Yeah. That's fine. Well, I, I, at one point I want to re-watch Inland Empire again. But I remember it being almost unwatchable. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to watch it with a human being. Fair enough. Yeah. I think the main reason it's unwatchable is because he filmed it on very early 2000s video cameras. So it looks real shitty. Mm. Yeah, I want to watch as much of your stuff as I can because you've kind of got me hooked on it now. That's because Lynch is the bomb, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You know. But then this is coming from a man who reads, uh, you know, Catching the Big Fish on the tail and I have two copies of Lynch on Lynch. And still, it's not been updated in so long. I think it only goes up to Mulholland Drive. Mm. Oh. I mean, if you think about it, after that, it would only really have a couple of music videos in Inland Empire. But mm. I wouldn't mm -hmm. mind some input on the new series of Twin Peaks. Tammy wasn't worth a damn in the end, though. No. It's a bit upsetting. I wanted her to kick ass. Mm. I wanted someone to kick ass. And the, the only person was Freddy. Yeah. Who, um... Punched a ball. Well, punched two men in the face. Possibly to death. <laughs> <laughs> and probably to coma. Yeah. Um... Punch jail cell into Chad's into face. Chad, and he's 
Possibly. Yeah, grated him like, you know when you boil an egg and then put it through that wire mesh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still felt, even though he was gonna, his face was kind of fine, they still felt the need to then cuff him to the jail cell. Yeah. That's just a precaution. Ah, uh, you know. Um, so much for me thinking he might redeem himself at some point. Nope. No, I honestly thought Coop, but this is obviously before, I thought Coop and probably the Woodsman mm. were going to saunter down as some sort of team. Yeah. And there'd be fisticuffs in the jail cell. Yeah. Not particularly well choreographed. That's not what, no, that's not what David Lynch does. No. But I thought it would there'd be like an us against them feel. Well, because yeah, I, I always refer to it as an Avengers Assemble in the jail cell sort yeah. of thing. Because it was like, yeah, they're building a super team. Why? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you didn't need a super team. You just had Freddy. With one Hulk fist. Yeah. Freddy smash. Yeah. Into hell. Literally, and apparently that wasn't even good enough. And even that, it was, he was leaning down in front of that hole that he created, and I thought, well, he's going to, someone's going to jump and kill him any second, because <laughs> I'm just always convinced that something's going to jump out at all times during all of David Lynch's stuff, forever. Yeah, well, I mean, it is, you know, um, there's always tension. Yeah. There's tension in normalcy, yeah. if that's a phrase. And as I say, last night, I don't think the over-caffeination helped. Mm. So... But I was definitely sitting there going, he's just he's about to die any second. But no, he did not. You made it. Yep. You made it, Freddy. You're mm. the greatest. Yeah. You're the true hero all along. That's sort of true. In a weird way. Yeah. Can you take that glove off now? Because maybe he's fulfilled it. Maybe he's... I'm going to say no. Mm. I'm going to say he's buggered. No, like he's... He's all kind of going to walnut crushing business or something. <laughs> uh. So, when it went to that dissolve of maybe Coop's face, because yeah. here's the thing it, it was Carl McLaughlin, but I'm not adamant it was Cooper yeah. when it went to the dissolve for like four minutes. Almost like he's waking from a dream. So, Here's a mad thought. Yeah. Is Twin Peaks in the mind of a man called Richard who looks like... He just <laughs> happens to be an FBI agent. Hmm. He could have stolen that gun and badge. I suppose... He could be Batman. You're Batman. Batman. You're Batman. <laughs> and that's why Linda left. You're a good man, but I can't be oh. with a good man. <laughs> Also, sub note, I think I mentioned this to you before, but not on record. Was she Lil? Because she's got Lil hair now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm still confused by the fact that she was sitting waiting outside while he got the key to the motel. Mm-hmm. And then another of her appeared. Outside. Yeah, but so only that's... to her, because then it cuts to him walking out. But there seemed to be a time, there. There to be a time lapse, so did... Was she replaced? Because there, like... be there seemed to be a gap... No, I think Where it's just a straight cut. Stuff. No, no I didn't see that. No. You can say that if you want, but no, I don't think so. No. You can do this noise. It doesn't mean... Uh, what, what, what? Unless you see a clock, the answer is no. It was just a straight cut. She mm. saw her self and went, huh, like it was no big thing. And then uh, he wanders out. 
Um, yeah, that's not even the point anyway. Because then they go uh, have some... Uh, Rumpy pumpy. Yeah, whatever. And then the, uh, she covers his face a lot. Yeah. Oh, your hideous face, she says. Still uh, going, I'm going to finish, but I'm not going to look at you. Yeah, uh, gross. I'm just going to entwine my black and white fingernails over you. And then I'm going to wake up. Then You're going to wake up the next day. I'll be gone. There'll be a letter from me. So that's, that's a very good point. We don't know if that's her who left the note, because he's in a different place altogether. Yeah. So he fell asleep, and now he's in a new place. So he could just be dreaming again. This could be the beginning of his next dream cycle. So he could actually be asleep in a motel right now with Diane. But now he's woken up as, like, Richard. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? The most (laughs) insane thing is my, my very lazy dream theory that I always said based around uh, the theory of Mulholland Drive yeah. being that it's someone's dream but other you inside the dream people could fall asleep and they, you could go inside their dream yeah. that sort of general theory is what Lynch was going with is working in Twin Peaks now Yeah, and it works so like when you watch the episode where Shelley runs outside to kiss Red all of a sudden all hell breaks loose and then Bobby's a hero. You know what I mean? He's trying mm. to do the hero cop thing. He runs out with his gun. Yeah. He doesn't like, that's because that's then Bobby's dream, trying to show how, how great he is so that Shelley comes back to him kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and everyone has their little and sort of dream big bits. And so when he, he's sitting at the diner. And he closes his, his eyes and he starts concentrating yeah. and then Norma's with him and not with Walter. Yeah. Which makes it sort of depressing if you look at it that way because it's not real. It's just his dream wish fulfillment. You know, and Becky running to Stephen to fire get bullets through the door. That's because, you know, that's the sort of thing you do in dreams when you're super angry with someone. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it really sort of works quite well if you look at it purely dream logic and see people hijacking the dream mm-hmm. as their emotions get a certain level. You know, it gives them the power to overtake it kind of thing. I know a lot of people like don't like the idea that it's a dream but like I said it's a work of fiction Yeah. so if you go I don't like it because it's not real it's already not real you daft cunt <laughs> yeah. so suck it up it's not real to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know there's so much to talk about but I feel like I need to watch the entire thing at some point. Yeah. Oh. And that's going to take me a while. I can feel it already. I, and I think you're right. There's definitely going to be some sort of mental extended version. I, I, I hope there is. Yeah. Well, I do. Because this is obviously the version he wanted. Yeah. And Firewalk With Me eventually was the version he wanted. Because they, they stipulate... I suppose that's true here. They stipulated it wasn't allowed to be more than like two hours and change. Yeah. And so that's what he delivered and everything else is deleted. Mm-hmm. And here they said it was 18 parts and they had to be an hour. Yeah. So that's what he delivered. So I suppose there could be a shitload on the cutting room floor mm-hmm. that they could put together as like more missing pieces. 
But yeah. if you think about a two-hour movie having an hour and a half of deleted scenes, how many missing pieces could there be? Could could you have like a six-disc box set because a twelve-disc box set because of deleted scenes? Well, knowing him, yes. He's already said it doesn't matter what order you watch it. He's very laser fair with the whole yeah. thing. Time will tell. Or it won't. Mm. <laughs> well, either way. It's uh, <laughs> something old. But either way, David Lynch will never talk about it. Um, In a couple of months, we've got the final dossier coming out. Yeah. Pre ordered. I pre ordered it in yeah. May. Yeah. According to uh, Amazon. Yeah. So, insane part on my part. I, I, yeah, I pre-ordered that in May, and uh, I think on Friday, even though I don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, I think on Friday my uh, Bang Bang Bar double vinyl turns up. Oh, nice. Yeah. What are we going to watch next week? I already had that thought, that depressing thought. And you know what part of me wants to do? Yeah. Get up and watch Twin Peaks. Oh, it's... Because for Sunday night and the Monday mornings at work can be quite... Like, not much happens. Mm-hmm. Even sort of like Saturday night and Sunday morning, the first no function. So, I think I'm going to... Watch all from the beginning, beginning. Mm-hmm. Because it's all on now TV, so I can watch it at work. Yeah. And it's better than doing work. Well, yeah, as long as that's sorted. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I'm very, very good at my job. Uh, <laughs> at least I think so. That's what counts. Is it? To me. <laughs> Nobody's noticed yet, so it's fine. So... So I've watched all the Twin Peaks at work and it hasn't affected my productivity. That they're aware of. Exactly. Everything's done to the same shitty quality it's always been done. When you say you're going to go back and watch it again, are you going to go back and watch it all again? Yes, or just from season one. Oh, right. See, I don't think I've gone that far yet. As we know, I used to lap it every... Yeah. Once a month I pretty much watched Twin Peaks for years. Because I always put an episode on in the background every day when I was doing something. So I might watch The Return a few times. Maybe I'll watch Firewalk with me. And then watch The Return. Well that's the issue. If I'm watching that, obviously Firewalk with me is not on now TV. Mm -hmm. And I don't have it. Well you do, I gave you the DVD. No, but I don't have it on something I can watch at work. And if I'm watching it at work... Mm-hmm. But I'll get around that somehow. Okay, yeah. It's all good. In um, fact, while you're sorting lunch out, because I know you will at some point, I will find you a coffee. A mm. firewalk with me. You well, you've given me the missing pieces, I think, are on my hard drive. Yes, because I, I got I had them on a separate disc where. Because yeah. I've got the Blu-ray box set, just in case anyone's wondering, that's where I get all my stuff. Oh, and you from. give. Well, I've got. Well, I've got somewhere mm-hmm. upstairs. Mm-hmm. Dig out. 
I was going to say, are they canon? But very much the missing pieces are canon because a lot of them were used in bloody in the show. Yeah. Oh no, that's not in the show, is it? In the missing pieces, there's a scene where Heather Graham appears on their bed. Mm. That scene isn't is talked about, but you don't actually see it. No, but wasn't there something? I remember there was something you put. There was something they used from before that was from the missing pieces. Well, no, because they also took the Bowie stuff out of the missing pieces. Mm. Not the screamy bit, and but the the bit where he's like, "Who do you think that is?" There. Mm. That's taken out of the missing yeah. pieces. <sighs> Maybe some more of the James and Laura shit from episode seventeen. I can't believe they use so much of that. To be frank, mm. <laughs> I was actually quite shocked in these last two episodes with the amount of repetition. You know, just bits where you go, oh, I've seen that before. I've seen yeah. that before. I've seen that before. There were bits. They showed twice in one episode. The bit where, it's obviously very important, the bit where he's pulling Laura along. Mm-hmm. And she's holding on to him and then she sort of lets go and disappears and then screams. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't quite understand that. Why, why has she disappeared? Why is he trying mm-hmm. to save her? I thought she was trying to save us. Maybe that's the problem. That's why you fucked up. Because he was treating her like a victim when she was actually being a hero. Yeah. And he stopped her being a hero. And also that mistake also ripped her out of the lodge. Which caused nothing but problems later on, maybe. Because she's no longer a hero. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, the whole thing you can't can't save everyone, and she and he had to die, mm-hmm. and yet he changed that. So everything's fucked. Yeah, pretty everybody much. sucks. Yeah, married and I mean, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna go on that. Cool. Um, the only reference that comes. Hey. He sold so many red baseball caps. He <laughs> sold more red baseball caps than Trump. Yeah. Trump probably give a few away. That's all right. Of course he didn't. He's making money off. No, they're $40 each in the uh, yeah. store. He's the merch president. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, that's where he fucked up this time, maybe. By dragging her along. So when she pulls free... But I don't understand, right? What does that achieve? Her body disappears. Yeah. Right? And uh, Pete goes fishing. Yeah. Dale never comes to Twin Peaks. Yeah. But Leland's still raping her. So, at least she's not dead. <laughs> um. I don't know. So does she become Bob then? Because she doesn't die, because she doesn't put the ring on, she doesn't end up in the red room. 
or is the theory because Freddy destroyed Bob and time is relatively speaking irrelevant does Bob exist to possess her even back then to my in my mind yes that's how time worked but I don't know is, from his theory is that how that works See, I think possibly as soon as he was destroyed, I think he ceased. He's it'll change the past. He, he ceased to be well. ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because Bob, you need you need a sort of balance between good and evil, and she was good. He was the evil. She was the good. Mm-hmm. But now there's not the balance. But well, maybe if Bob was never born, then they didn't have to send. The golden orb down, and yeah. then she's not special. Something. Yeah. Um. Or maybe if it had Laura's face, they put it into <clears> another <throat> person. Or maybe when you see the bug crawl into the woman, that isn't Sarah Palmer. That's Carrie Page's mum. Yeah. <laughs> what well, 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 is that? So where? So where were they when they were? Twins was the location. They were near. Oh, oh, oh. I don't mean to turn into the drunk. Ottawa. Ottawa. Odessa. Odessa. So where, but which state's that in? Well, it's 430 miles away from. Oh, no, that's, no, that's where they drove to. Then they went through the thing and turned up somewhere else. Isn't there? They're not necessarily 430 miles from. Okay. There, I'm saying. Hey, sorry. Which state is Odessa in? Let me check that. I'll let you check that. The administrative region of Odessa. Ukraine is Odessa. Oh, that's in Ukraine. That's quite a drive. Um, yeah. Hmm. Odessa. Okay, that's... U.S.A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, he's clever. Texas. Well, now you see, New Mexico, it's all down that sort mm-hmm. of, yeah, southern sort of region. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's closer to where the bomb was and the bug was. Ooh. Is a city and the county seat of Ector County, Texas. See, that could explain why it's going to, well, it's going to be such a drive to get there. Mm-hmm. It's 430 miles, that's kind of not as bad as driving from <laughs> Texas to Washington State. Yeah. Kind of, which is practically Canada. It's quite a distance. Etymology uh, of Odessa, Texas. Odessa is said to have been named after Odessa, Ukraine. Because the local short grass prairie's resemblance to Ukraine's steppe landscape. Fuck off. Who noticed that? Oh, you haven't named it yet? I know what this looks like. No. No one said that. Lies. <laughs> but then, I think as it was pointed out on a Mitchell and Webb thing, they did name stuff after stupid things. Like, oh, can our queen... We're going to name this um, state after our queen, uh, Virginia. Well, that's not her name. No, but she's a virgin. 
So the people that were naming things back then mm-hmm. were pretty fucking stupid. Oh. And it's also, well... And also so innocent. Yeah. She fucked anything that moved! <laughs> Welcome to Slutsville. <laughs> slag. Harsh. We're in Slag County, Iowa. Slag with two G's. Stop <laughs> saying slag. This isn't the Sweeney. Two G's. So I'm not the... saying the way they would say it. No, well, it, means be al- it would be allowed on TV at 6pm. Only if you were signing it. As long as you said county quickly after it. <laughs> the Duke boys are heading down to Slack County. <laughs> oh, yeehaw, Slags. Oh. Uh, anyway. I don't know, I'm still processing this episode too much. Yeah, I know it's. Needs Can I be picky about one thing? Yeah. The Jeff Bridges face replacement on Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Lee at times was deeply upsetting to me. Mm. Or he was dragging along young Laura Palmer. Yeah. But she's a 50 year old woman. Yes. And they put this little digital young face over her. Yeah, it was not great. They should have gone to whoever does Robert Downey Jr.'s young face. <laughs> or or, or uh, Kurt Russell's young face. Maybe at that price range. Like. Probably. Did you see how they did that? It's insane. Mm. They filmed the scene with Kurt Russell and then a uh, body expert, I think they're called, who basically looked a bit like him, did the exact same movement in place. And then they took that man's skin and they stuck it on (laughs) Kurt Russell's face. (laughs) They they, they copied and pasted it from uh, the computer wore tennis shoes. And... uh... Well, no, it's used cars, obviously. That's used cars here. Well, I was going to eat younger. I was taking the piss. You were 10 years out. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh. His ball sack was completely smooth. <laughs> Why they had to show that? I don't know. <laughs> like like a, two boiled eggs. <laughs> or one of those Chinese dumplings you get in the little wooden box. Uh. <laughs> you always see it on the, like, a car airways advert on Sky News or whatever it is. <laughs> Look at me, perfectly white dumpling. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a child's testes. <laughs> please, Mr. Russell, please. Look at it. Look at me, perfect dumpling. <laughs> Feel how warm it is against oh. your cheek. Oh. <laughs> now suck me, mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Tango and t- Cash too took a dark turn. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Yeah, no, we're not going we need, anywhere. We need food now. So. Oh God, I do. I'm so hungry. I was born hungry. Oh. Aren't we all? Right. Well. So the secret history of Twin Peaks. Which Twin Peaks is that set in? Because oh, you know all the things that are wrong with it. Does that mean it's set in the other Twin Peaks? And that's why it's wrong. See, the thing is... Because, like, Pete plays chess. Um, it chess, could not be chess. set in none of them. Yeah. Because they're infinite Twin Peaks. Yeah, but what I like to think is that the saying is one chance out between two worlds. 
<laughs> so I like to think there's two Twin Peaks that it keeps it a lot more simple. And there's that thing that Madge and Amick said at one point. They got their lines. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said to them, you're basically playing the same characters or maybe you're not. Your names won't be mentioned. <laughs> Literally, you know what I mean? You just look like you basically might have the same job but you're doing something different. And so you go, that's kind of mind-blowing in itself. I mean, so the way you edit it together, yeah, there's yeah. times where they could be just completely different people, but with the same job. So Richard, the FBI man, looks like Dale, the FBI man, because yeah. they got the same job. Shelley, the waitress, who knows what her other name is. So, and then you start going, let me get it straight. Maybe that continuity error when yeah. he runs in and goes, have you seen Billy? Yeah. And then runs off. And then everyone moves. Maybe that's not a continuity error. Yeah. It's a different Twin Peaks. Yeah, it's the other Twin Peaks. Well, it's like you're saying, like sometimes there's an announcer. Yeah. And sometimes there isn't. So it means one Twin Peaks has an announcer and one doesn't. And he only announced James Hurley. Nine Inch Nails. ZZ Top. <laughs> ZZ Top. And uh, Audrey's Dance. But all people, well, Audrey's Dance and uh, Eddie Vedder. Yeah. All people that Audrey would have known in 1991 because mm. they were all quite popular. Just saying. And also, maybe if it's 1989, 1990, they were all played around there. So they might have played around there before they were big. Yeah. So yeah, I, my theory on Twin Peaks is quite simple. It ended in episode 17 and then it set up something new that they have no intention of continuing. No. Basically, the last episode, it was like, what if a cliffhanger lasted an hour? But it's a nice thing to unpack. Once once I leave you today, I assume I'm going to have 10 hours of podcasts to lay in bed and listen to. At least, yeah. minimum. So, plus I've got to edit this podcast into something that resembles yeah. coherency. It's not going to work, guys. It's fine. I'm just going to yeah, go all over fine. the place. I might even take dialogue and play it backwards. Very Lynchian. And repeat bits. And repeat bits. And repeat bits. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Forever and ever. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, oh. I was going to get you oh. a... Uh, I was going to get you a joke Christmas present this year, but it's too expensive to even do the joke, so... I can't do it. Mm. I was I gonna... know, I, there's a couple of things... There's one technically joke thing I'm getting you that I haven't got yet, but... Mm. And there's another thing that's not a joke thing because I can buy one for myself as well. It's just I spotted it and it went, oh, that's interesting. I'm having that. Um, I haven't bought it yet, but I, as I say, I think I'm buying one for myself as well. Cool. Um, other than that, I haven't thought about a serious present yet. Well, no, but um, you know me, I like to try and get Christmas sorted by like October because mm. then uh, all the bills come in and I get stressed again. 
and then shit I'm not ready for comes in and I'm get stressed again. So instead of getting stressed again, I'll not. True story. <laughs> What date is it today? The fifth? Fourth? Fourth? Fifth? Fourth? Fourth? Okay. Uh, Fuck. I thought it was tomorrow with Destiny's release, but it's not. It's Destiny 2, so it's the next day. No. Alright. What? It's tomorrow. It's fine. It's my sister's. uh, How old am I? Third. 38. Fifty-third birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Amanda. Doesn't listen to you. No, of course not. You know what? How I know? Because she would have mentioned I swear too much on the internet. Hmm. We having visitors again? The fuck is visitors everywhere? I'm glad we're signing off. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure if it's to us yet. It could just be people next door. That's. That's fine. I wonder if I can sample the screams of Laura Palmer to end this with. Mm. By the time that happened the second time or third time, I wasn't my nerve. Like, I was rattling my last nerve. I thought it was... I, to me, it sounded like it was just one scream reused, but I could be wrong. That last one, I don't think it is. Mm. And maybe, because there's a weird rattling noise over the top of the original one. There was just a consistency to it that I thought... Yeah, Almost like the same woman did it. <laughs> well, yeah, but it, you know, it must take a lot out of you screaming. You know. Sure, you had to scream twice. Uh, if, you, if someone gets said, I'm going to pay you money to scream twice over 18 hours, you'd pull it off. Give it up, man. Depends how much they were paying. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Let's escape. Okay. What year is it? Shut up! Shut up!